Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
So as I said before, my name is Tamara Andress. I am a personal and professional development coach. My passion is seeing and cultivating mission-driven leaders in the marketplace to truly exist and to activate from the inside out. So what does that mean and how do you actually do that actually stems from this idea of atmosphere. So oftentimes we get confused, we get misaligned. It's what my book is all about is the lack of alignment, the lack of priority understanding and having different things out of alignment based on where I was fixing my focus. Atmosphere has a component and a necessity of fixing our focus in order to create the thing that God would have us do. We think often from a business perspective for all the entrepreneurs and vision leaders in the room as atmosphere being perhaps brand, right? And, and when you go to my social media, like Justin said, you'll see the rainbow and you'll see color and life and laughter and smiles and joy. We do this every single day when we get dressed, we get dressed and we go out and we create a brand for ourselves. We think when we build a business or create something that it's the mission, vision, and values that matter, but ultimately it's less about those things and more about that deep-seated why. It's about the missional work. It's about what wakes you up in the morning when no one's there to see you post on social media, when no one's there to shake your hand when you go to your next deal. The who you are is how you create an atmosphere. But ultimately, what we're going to share with you here is less about the who and more about the whose. The whose we are creates atmosphere because it's the I that is within you. And it, this is not an individual experience, which is why I love this conversation of atmosphere creating so much. Because there isn't an I in team, right? And I'm blending this very hierarchical conversation of atmosphere to granular conversation of business. So I hope that you're following along. Because we say no I in team, and I say that there is no I in me except for the great I am. And because I seek to know him, I seek to know you because I want to know the new facets of who he's deposited inside of you, who he is, what character traits do you carry that I've yet to experience or yet to possess. And so when I study atmosphere and I think about curating that in my life in everything that I do, we think about it from a place of culture. Culture is a big conversation. What is your company culture like? And culture and atmosphere can go hand in hand, but I still believe atmosphere supersedes culture because culture often goes back to a rules and regulation. We want to have a fun culture. You think of Google and it's one of the number one places in the world to work because of the culture that they've created. But before you ever know even what their tagline is, whatever their mission, vision, values is, any of those things, when you walk into the space, there is an energy. There is a frequency. There is a knowing that the atmosphere, ooh, something in here is different. I just got chills, right? And so as a, a developer of conferences, of events, of podcasts, of businesses, of books, all these things that we create in the natural eye, there has to be a foundational level of understanding and activation of atmosphere. And so I am going to introduce you to my friend, Jonathan Pettit, who I know has this incredible gift and talent to create atmospheres. He is an experiential creator and more recently have defined his, his identity within an encounter facilitator. 
that sounds like a really big concept. But today, I really believe you're going to be able to granularly feel and create for yourself atmosphere based in the way that Jonathan portrays it. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh-oh, you're unmuted, but I cannot hear you talk. Are you there, brother? Are you trying to Bluetooth? Bear with us. We are newbies over here. All right, so I can't hear you, Jonathan. So what I'm going to have you do is pop. Oh, there you are. No, no, no. I was going to say you leave the room and come back. Yeah, pop out of the room and then come back in. You'll still be under the moderator button. So go ahead and do that, and I will persist and consist and keep going. Because a part of this atmosphere creation is knowing, like I said, the who and the whose you are. And so I went on an exploration myself of trying to figure out. Can you hear me? Ah, there you are. There you are. Okay, I'll let you introduce yourself first. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. No, wow. I hope I can live up to that introduction. (laughs) You do Um, every time. Thank you. Um, Yeah. uh, So what was the question? I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, so good. I know you're trying to manage Clubhouse as well as your emotions and thought pattern. Uh, I didn't really even probe a question, so that's why you can't remember it. Okay. I think after listening to my sharing about atmosphere, in parallel to what the world kind of denotes it or calls it is this idea of culture or this idea of brand. How would you parallel brand and culture to atmosphere or do you feel like they're two totally different entities? Well, I think that when we talk about atmosphere, I think that we have to talk about, um, we have to talk about who we really are. And uh, when I think about atmosphere, I think about um, what we actually carry who we actually are as people, as human beings, because this thing that we can see is actually not who we really are. We're actually spirit beings that have a soul that are contained in a body. And so our atmosphere is literally our spirits that um, have, that are projecting itself outside of our body. And, and I know that sounds really weird, but it's re- our atmosphere is what people can, what they encounter when they're around us. And so I think for people, whenever they come in, whoever we come in contact with and atmosphere, what atmosphere we carry is so vitally important um, because they're either going to walk away from us feeling um, refreshed and empowered and transformed, or they're going to walk away thinking, wow, I feel like life got sucked out of me. And so for me, um, as far as entrepreneurs, business people, um, and in the culture, um, so many times we walk into a situation and we think of that, when I think of atmosphere so many times, we walk into a situation and all we do is just take the temperature of the room. And so many of us can walk in and we can feel the atmosphere of other people. And we're like, oh, well, something's wrong here. Or, oh, this is amazing. But if we walk into a room and we and, and our, our atmosphere is connecting with other people's atmospheres, then what's gonna, what ends up happening is we have to understand that God put us in that place to be the answer for the issue that we're seeing. If there's something wrong, if we're walking in and, and we feel like, oh, wow, I just got really depressed. Well, you know what? If you weren't struggling with depression and you walked into a room and there was atmosphere there, someone struggling with depression, a lot of times it's not your issue. 
most of the time it's probably someone else's issue that you're picking up on. And God put you in that situation to be the answer, whether to intercede or whether to just give a hug to somebody or just to give an affirming word um, to them and to be the answer in that situation. Instead of being a thermometer, God wants us to be thermostats. I hope that answers mm. the question. It really does. And I hope people just took note of that. Instead of being thermometers, he wants us to be thermostats. This is so good because if the atmosphere precedes us, which I think is something where grace comes into alignment, but that identity piece is truly the conversation, is the knowing that if it's preceding us into the space, if if the I am that is within me, the spirit man that is within me actually enters the, re the room before I am because he knows that I am coming to that space, he is setting the tone with intention for us to rise to the occasion. And so when I like go biblically to understand atmosphere and to understand who I am, I was really drawn into the Mary and Martha analogy, right? And, and so many people use this story and I think often they actually say that, like, we need to be more like Mary, right? Like, and there is a comparison component of Martha was the one hostessing, readying the space and preparing the meal for Jesus to come. And when Mary or, or when Jesus came, Mary didn't hurry around. She sat at Jesus's feet. And for a long time, I felt almost like a sense of shame over the fact that I wasn't as Mary-like as the Bible or the church was telling me that I needed to be. And I'm, I am a busy body, right? Like I'm always moving, I'm high energy, um, but it's with intention. And so there's a variation in, I believe that Martha's heart, no different than my heart in hosting the Grow for God conference is to create an atmosphere. And how I create an atmosphere is very different than how Jonathan creates an atmosphere. But this past weekend, we had the opportunity to create an event together. And the, it was absolutely incredible to see the transformation that occurred. We had somebody who was there who has launched 33 businesses and not just businesses like you know, MLM, and then they drop off the side, no, no shame to network marketing, but not those type of businesses. Like he's about to franchise one of them with a hundred other stores in the nation next year, one of which will sell for a couple billion dollars in five years time frame with his exit strategy, right? Like high level entrepreneur. And he comes in and he was this, one of the keynote speakers as a part of it. And he had no intention to enter this type of atmosphere. But Jonathan and the worship team, the same worship team who is going to be at Grow for God, and I were having a conversation with the heartbeat. What type of atmosphere are we hoping that they walk into and how do we want them to leave? And I couldn't create the atmosphere by myself and Jonathan couldn't create the atmosphere by himself, but all of us collectively took that man who came in in his power suit, who left not only left weeping, but was weeping on stage because of the atmosphere. And so I think that there is power, not just in Mary, though I sit at the feet and this is, thank you, Jonathan, for my 30 day call to just be in worship with God every morning, but also to create atmospheres, to host and to invite people into that space, no different than I invite them into my house on a consistent basis to feed them. So Jonathan, what, what, speaks to you as I'm talking about the who's we are and who we are when we create atmosphere. Um, well, let me real quick speak to the Mary and Martha thing, because I think uh, Martha gets a bad rap. Uh, yes, I love me some Martha. 
Yeah, and and the issue the issue with Martha was not that she was doing the wrong thing. The issue with Martha, because actually, culturally, Mary was actually doing the wrong thing. Culturally, Martha was absolutely doing what she was supposed to be doing culturally. But when Jesus was in the room, Mary was doing the correct thing. Everything changes when Jesus is in the room. Come on. And so it ha- like we have to look at, okay, like look at the proper context of what we're doing, uh, of when we're doing the proper thing. Because if we're out of context, you can be doing the right thing in the wrong season and it be out of order. Or you can be doing the right, the wrong thing in the right season and it be out of order. And so Mary was doing the absolute proper thing contextually uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to what she was doing. It just wasn't needed in that moment when Jesus was in the room. And so um, as far as atmosphere, you know, the biggest thing that I've seen just with the church is that we have still an Old Testament mentality of, okay, well, we've got to ask God to come into our presence. Um, And when when actually Jesus, when he when he paid the price on the cross, he actually the reason one of the biggest things that he did was he actually opened up the door for us to go into the Holy of Holies as priests unto God so that we can actually go into his presence anytime that we want. And we can go into that atmosphere and we can be changed in that atmosphere so that when we step out of that atmosphere, we can then release that atmosphere into the earthly realm. So it's an us stepping into the heavenly atmosphere, receiving that, soaking that up, then stepping out of that and administrating that in the earthly realm. And so for me, that's why taking care of our soul, our mind, will, and emotion is so important because that's what, um, that is what our atmosphere is filled with is if you don't have a healthy soul, you're not going to carry a healthy atmosphere and people are going, that's what people are going to encounter when they come in contact with you. And so I think that if we, if we want to be transformational people and we want to be true kingdom people, then we have to be uh, uh, intentional about going into that place with God, stepping into that place with God and saying, God, change me and, and change my mind, will, and emotions, transform me, and then stepping out of that place and then giving into the earthly realm what the Lord has given us in the heavenly realm. This is truly the understanding of inside out, right? It's, it's yes. what has been deposited within Correct. so that it can be manifested on the out. And so, Jonathan, I would love for you to just prepare. Um, I'm just going to pray really quick, which I know is uh, abnormal for the space, but he is going to create atmosphere for us. And so similar to Larissa, who has um, been coming into this space and helping us get into a zone of reflection and meditation and calming our body and getting centered, Jonathan is going to help us do just that. He's going to create a sense of peace and the atmosphere is going to shift not over, um, not just in your space, but also within. So from the inside out for the remainder of your day, you're going to be able to take this with you and remember that God precedes you in that experience if you allow him to, if you're not in control. Um, Let yourself release and enjoy the sweet butter of my friend, Jonathan Pettit.
the Lord is the compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in love and forgiveness, God. For he is the compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in love and forgiveness, God. For the Lord is the compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in love and forgiveness, God. Share what it is that you were able to envision, what it is that you were able to embrace, what perhaps felt really uncomfortable, what felt really powerful. Does anyone want to open their mic and get a little vulnerable with what just happened in their spirit as they listened? I'll go, Tamara. Thank you. No problem. So I really felt myself open up to, you know, God and the universe. I felt like there was actual abundance in what he was doing, and he was drawing that in for me. And I felt very peaceful with it and very accepting. So I appreciate it. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Dr. Thank you, sir. Does anyone else? Renee? Yes, this is my, this is Renee, Tamara, and Jonathan. It was just like a total pausing came over. And it's amazing because I was just about to send you a message, Tamara. I just had to stop what I was doing. Thank you, Jonathan, for giving us the moment to just pause in the middle of our busy day and just to pour into God more just giving us the opportunity to really reconnect with him. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your energy. And thank you for this calming vibration. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you so much. Wow. Hey, Tamara and Jonathan, thank you so much for this Thursday transformational portion of the day just reminds me of the importance of just getting still and getting in the presence of God so that we can really fill ourselves up with what's important. It reminds me of what Amanda said earlier about making time for ourselves just to sit and hear ourselves think and remove all the noise so that everything inside of us or everything that needs to come up comes up. So I so appreciate that, Jonathan. Thank you, Tamara, for introducing him to us. This is Dr. Janie. Such a pleasure. And truly my intent uh, and not even knowing fully what was going to come out of Jonathan or how he was going to share. He is an incredible worship artist. He's an incredible prophetic um, pastor and preacher and friend and speaker and motivational person just in, in his nature. And I think what was so beautiful, Jonathan, about what you felt led to do 
was that you did the thing that I know is also partially uncomfortable for you in the perspective of what will others think. I'd love for you to unpack your choice and your stewarding of the atmosphere. Um, well, I think, um, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We've okay. got one minute. We've got one um, minute. Yeah, my choice, um, I think it's just a matter of um, that you can, uh, we can come into a space and um, sound and vibration are universal. Um, and so I can walk into a space uh, with, um, unsafe business people. I can walk into a space with people who might be involved uh, that might not be believers. I can walk into a space of believers and I can release sound and it's all universal and they can all identify it because when God spoke the word, the universe into existence, he literally, it was literally the vibration of his heart that created, uh, that created everything. So sound and vibration are so important. And that's why I chose to go that way. It was truly an honor. Thank you so much, friend. I value you, and I can't oh, wait everyone to Kentucky. Oh, come on. Kentucky's going to be amazing. If you haven't signed up, sign up today. It's going to be radical. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.